1: of a martini. I want a martini that can be declared a disaster area. Makes me just such a martini.
0: If you're new to the show, you may want to know a little bit more about me. I'm an award winning illustrator, designer, and art director who's worked for the top agencies in the Nebraska area, and I'm currently a freelance creative. Um, At my time at these agencies, I met a lot of fun folks like throwing those f-bombs in there this is uh this show is just me catching up with those fine fun folks over uh some cocktails hope you enjoy the conversation allow me to introduce manuel uh yes he has a last name but to me he will always be just manuel um i first met him at a networking event where everyone introduced themselves and uh what they did for a living Uh, And when it was his turn, he simply said, Manuel. I am Manuel, it's his name, it's what he does. It's all part of his mystique. I loved the swagger. Manuel has been involved with a lot of different creative projects, done a lot of different things. And he's currently really focused on uh, music right now and what he can do as far as uh, his creative talents to uh, promote other artists. So join us in our booth at the back as we share our drinks and our stories. Welcome, sir! Well, where's
1: my drink? Don't leave me hanging here. No. We, we, yeah. still
0: quink. we still clink. That's quink. right. You're not, you're not the first not to okay. Come on.
1: Matt Morris. <laughs> I know I'm not
0: on every episode, mm. but come on. I am one of the founders, your secretary. There you go. <laughs> um, what we are drinking is just whiskey with a little bit of ice. Um, just kind of how we roll. Templeton yeah. Rye. Yeah. Keep Warrior. it simple. Keep it simple. Yeah. You not get, even the good stuff. You even get to
1: deduct the beverages, right? I do. It's part <laughs> of work, right? That's <laughs>
0: why we did this podcast. <laughs>
1: with me, like, how can we drink for free? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, not quite. Well, it's the taxes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can I get my money back on the taxes? Yeah. There's not a whole lot of, as far as like a write-off on that. Yeah. <laughs> so, full disclosure, you're mm-hmm. not having anything?
1: Like what?
0: Well, you're having water.
1: I'm not having any... Uh, alcohol. Al- yes. I didn't have anything else in there, so you're good. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: Uh, is it, is it alright if I ask you why? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I moved from Mexico in 98. There was an incident in 97 that forced me to move here. I'm kidding,
0: man. Like, you're like, like,
1: did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> i a wife and kids and I'm back in Mexico. No, no, no. no I do uh, No, I never, I never acquired the taste for it. I started going to bars when I was 14, this is true, I started going to bars when I was 14 years old uh-huh. uh, back in Mexico and I would tell my parents, hey, uh, we're having band practice, it'll be done about 10.30 at night and then we're going to the bar so I'll be home at around 3 in the morning. This is when I was 14 years old, okay, I'm thinking, I'm like, mr adult and my parents like no you're gonna go i was like no i'm just letting you know so that you don't worry about where i'm at you know i'll be wherever and um so yeah going to bar since i was 14 and uh, my friends would get buckets of coronas you know eight coronas eight little coronas in a bucket and of course you start drinking from them and like i don't i don't even like this i don't like the flavor i don't like the sensation i don't like any of it so why am i doing this and right around the exact same time uh there were my school was implementing the designated driver program, mm-hmm. so if you had a couple of friends, you drank for free. Yeah, that well drank and you consumed, you know, right. non-alcoholic beverages for free. And I was pretty much like the only one, though. <laughs> right. 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 So even if I didn't have any friends, they would always give me everything for free wherever I went. And I said, "Hey, there's a perk to this. I can drive myself. I don't have to worry about anything, nice. whatever." So yeah, it never, um, it never took off. Took on. Uh, I think the first time that I was ever drunk, I was. I'm going to say 27, 28. Sure. And I went full on and, yeah, I wasn't that good. (laughs) You're 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 an all or nothing kind of guy. Not missing out. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, (laughs) I went all the way. I'm telling you, man. All the way. I made some other sort of substance uh, consumption, too. On top of that, that is like, nope, okay, I tried it. Good, good. good. I'll be fine. good. So yeah, that's it. Nothing against it. No, good for you. No, good yeah. for you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I started playing... So I'm an alcoholic, is what I'm trying to say? Full-time playing in bands since I was 17. So pretty much every weekend is the same thing. You're around people yeah. that are drinking, you know, and it just, I just... At least I have tolerance for drunk people now, to a point that I didn't have before. Because I, it didn't make any sense before. I just could not stand being around, you know, too many drunks. He's like, well, dude, that's what you're doing every weekend. What? You know, like, right. like, well, I don't have a choice, right? Right. I got older, and then you kind of sort of chill a little bit. <laughs> you don't worry too much about it. But yeah, before, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if you're my roommate or my girlfriend or whatever. You're drunk. Like close the door, and I like, can see you tomorrow. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Open the door, Manuel.
0: <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh man! Well, let's talk a little about your history because I don't All know right. a whole lot about you. I don't even think I know your last name.
1: The history of Manuel de la Torre. There you go. There see, you fantastic. Goes, yeah. That's why you don't know my yeah, last name. Do that name.
0: again one more time. <laughs> one more time. Into the mic closer. Onto on like the, the microphone. I like the sound of
1: Manuel de la Torre. Oh Jesus! You, you got to get him scared myself.
0: <laughs> you you got to get him to say the the podcast name.
1: Oh. Hey, like in Spanish or in English? Run it by me both ways. You? Old bastard martini. Lo- and I sound Russian now. Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the first the first episode of this podcast is of us just poking at his accent.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, no. Sh- it's sensitive. Come on. Old, bas- old bastard martini. Yeah, that sounds like, yeah, Ukrainian or something. <laughs> Which is kind of funny because at one point... I shouldn't get my phones. Mm-hmm. At one point... Maybe, I want to say maybe three years ago or something, somebody comes up to me and says, are you are you Irish? Whoa. And I'm like, you, ha- you don't go out much, right? Like, <laughs> Did you even watch Shrek? <laughs> that would be like a, like a point of reference or something. And then, about six months later, totally different situation. Are you Irish? Hey, you guys are kidding. What's going on? Is this like a, the longest punk, getting punked in the history or what? And then again, I'm not kidding, two months later, are you Irish? I'm like, these people, what, what's with people thinking I'm from Ireland? What would that come from? I, I have no clue to this day, I'll never know. Hmm. So, anyway, it, it just happened in that period about a year, year and a half that four or five people asked me if I was Irish. Was it here in town? Uh, close, close enough or Omaha Omaha yeah. Casablanca well, Whatever towns. You know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That guy sounds different He doesn't look Mexican Maybe he's Irish you know, I don't know man It doesn't make any sense No sense whatsoever Well
0: I get Mexican
1: And I'm half Irish So but I'm not There not you go Mexican. huh? <laughs> Carlos O'Kelly's Right Exactly That's,
0: that's my right. favorite Mexican
1: Irish place in town <laughs> and, and only Right <laughs> The one and only I don't think I've ever been there
0: Well that's probably you, Because you don't drink <laughs> I eat though. No, I mean, I could true. go. You know, yeah, but yeah. But I'm mean, assuming you eat good food. Yeah, people right. make bad people make bad eating decisions when they drink though.
1: There's though. but there's good Mexican American food. I mean, I've never yeah. tried that. But there's I don't have anything against a good Amigos or Taco Bell or whatever. You're like oh, yeah, that's not authentic. Well, like, what do you expect? But the ranch and, yes, <laughs> and the, the spicy like
0: the spicy version. Yeah. What happened to you? But.
1: <laughs> but Let's talk about you. Like, okay, we're, let's talk about, about me. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We got way. I thought, I, I, was,
1: I thought that's what I was here for, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, anytime I'm on the podcast, the conversation goes
0: yeah. like, "Here's." <laughs> I don't know what. Here's enjoyed me not being here <laughs> because he's actually gotten to talk about what we're yeah. supposed to be talking about. What are we about? talking about? It's
1: kind of a segue into things, man. Mm-hmm. So, what do you want to know? I'm an open book.
0: What's your What's your history? Because when we
1: met, how far do you want to go? Just I'm going to start art. from my day of birth. Well, that's okay.
0: Okay. Was it and we're going to skip up?
1: some we're going to skip some sections. that well, are, sure. No, but I was I was born in Panama. Yeah. So, technically everybody thinks I'm from Mexico. I grew up in Mexico. I wasn't born in Mexico. Born in Panama, moved to so Ecuador. You're Panamanian? Panamanian. Yes. A friend of mine, are you panoramic? <laughs> so went, yeah. Yeah, actually, blonde, as a girl, matter of fact, I am. I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm panoramic. So you really- <laughs> <laughs> as long as it rock around me, I'm 360. Yeah. yeah. Uh, inverse. Anyway, uh, Panama, moved to Ecuador, moved to Guatemala, Colombia, and then Mexico by the time I was five years old. Right. And I stayed in Mexico until I was twenty-three. When I was twenty-one a uh, girl from South Dakota that I was uh, going to UNL went to my college as an exchange student and that was it <laughs> uh, met her there we dated for about six weeks or so while she was there then she was coming back to the States uh, to finish uh, one year of college going pre-med etc and I had one year left also of college a uh, year and a half or something like that a year so I said, that's it. All right. We had fun. See you later. And a couple of days later, I told her, hey, if you are willing to give this a shot, I'll move to the States in six months. So the first time that I made it to Lincoln, Nebraska was in January of 97. Correct. Right. January. Yeah. She yeah. 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 told me, it's going to be cold. I got to be cold. What an yeah. awesome I've been,
0: place.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. I've been to Washington State and during the winter. You know, I know what cold is. And... Uh, <laughs> It didn't help, but we spent a week in Vegas the, right, right before that. Right. Like we so you were, went
0: from 85 to
1: 2. Well, <laughs> it, it, that's the thing. The day that I landed, in, or the night that I landed in Omaha, January 7th of 97, I think that was the date. Who cares? Nobody's going <laughs> to double check. Is anybody fact-checking this? Yeah. That's true. Nope. <laughs> no um, incredible. No. Nope. <laughs> the, uh, the wind chill was somewhere around negative 40 that day. And that was my experience of coming out to the car with my luggage and no gloves, no hat, no nothing. And her going, like, you got to get your butt back in here because you're going to, you know, frostbite, whatever, this and that. So that made it interesting. So You're like, I've I've made a huge mistake. You know, (laughs) I was, I was fine. I still was finding it really thrilling and whatever. Well, sure. It was a whole experience, you know, because when I told my parents, hey, I'm moving to the States. uh, And by the way, something that always helped is that my mother... Was born in Texas, so I've always had the American citizenship. Yeah, oh, okay. So I didn't have to do any sort say, of how do paperwork you, like, or anything. Six months is hard to predict. Yeah, six months. I actually chose American nationality when I was 18. So in Mexico, you're 18, you have to choose. But uh, Now they, they do take on double nationality, they didn't back then. So I said, I'll go with uh, US. So I was actually illegally in Mexico for five years.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Uh-huh. Something I don't know. Whoa. A
0: South American that was an illegal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But in the wrong country. (laughs) Exactly. They don't care. They don't really care much, you know. (laughs) So... uh, Hold on. Do I need to edit this out? They're not building any walls, (laughs) you know. (laughs) (laughs) One way or the other. (laughs) So I got here in January. Um, I lived those five months in somebody's living room because she had a one bedroom apartment and they, not she, not my girlfriend, a friend of sure. ours. She was trying to save up money to go to Europe. So she said, yeah, pay me rent and you live in the living room basically. Uh-huh. So every night I would get the cushions and put them on the floor like from the couch and right. my bed. Build a fort. It was horrible. It yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my flashlight, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I worked at Gallup. Uh, so anyway, I was here for about five months or so, moved back to Mexico. Uh, she moved back with me close to the year of being down there together. We broke up which and it was fine. It wasn't anything too horrible. But I when I was work, when I was here the first time for the first five months they offered me a job and they left it open. So when I graduated college they said the job's still open if you want it. So I moved back to Lincoln. Uh, Thinking I'll be there for a couple of years and you know save my riches and go back to Mexico and all the world, (laughs) or at least the country. Right. But uh, I didn't go back. You know, you're here. You get used to it. It's true. Make your friends, your life, etc. So that's uh, that's how I ended up here, basically. Interesting. Yeah, and I was working still at Gallup in the beginning as uh, I was translating documents and doing. Right. One of the ladies that was uh, involved with communications related stuff in production, and media, whatever. She was on a legal absence for a pregnancy. So I started doing a lot of that work for them and then she came back. And at the same time that she came back, they had lost a couple of their bigger Spanish accounts. So there wasn't that much more to do and they had me back to doing like English interviews like no I'm not doing that, you know. <laughs> no, thank you. So So was that your introduction then to just like communication No way like back that? way back before that. Okay. Uh, I went to college in Mexico and uh, my degree is communication sciences. Okay. Which is not communications. Okay. The communications is the technical aspect of it, radio, T V, whatever. This was Everything that had to do with uh, interpersonal communication, uh, mass behavior, uh, nonverbal, whatever that had to do with and But a big part of that was, indeed, graphic design, uh, journalism. And the idea of that college was, like, you were not necessarily supposed to be doing that for a living, but you were supposed to know enough so that people under you would do it and you would understand what they were doing. Right. Okay? Uh, So we're talking about, I started college in 93. So started you started like I think after I start with Onion I Paper that's I st- when I graduated was in 93 in 93 yeah well yeah. there you go so yeah, yeah. So I know exactly
0: what you're talking about Onion
1: Paper yeah. and you yeah. know uh, DOS based word you know yeah. processing and oh, whatever yeah. but uh, <laughs> thankfully that college that I went to was one of the more technologically advanced uh, schools in Mexico that they had we were able to do like 3D renderings on super top of the line Macs with like 32 megs of RAM and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> megs, not gigs, okay, megs, <laughs> megabytes. But anyway, I, that's where I, um, in part, took an interest in you know, graphic design and a lot of it pretty much computer-based. Um, I also was doing radio jingles when I was about 17 or so, re- sequencing on a very old workstation synthesizer and recording into four tracks of Open Reel. Oh yeah. So, oh okay. Uh, I, was a, I was Open a cassette
0: four-track, so I know. Like, I
1: skipped the whole cassette Man, and it there went you go. straight into form. <laughs> yeah, into, into I'm Open totally Rio. jealous.
0: Right. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> what was the, what, what were you sequencing on?
1: Uh, Yamaha B50 that I still have actually. Yeah. I don't use it. it's just sitting there. This is before even General MIDI was out, so it happened to be. Uh, The staple synthesizer that Yamaha had a few years before that was the DX7. Oh, my God, DX7. Oh, so the V50. Yeah, yeah, the V50 was based on the same. or V? V. Okay. Yeah, because Roland was the V50. Exactly. So Yamaha V50 had, uh, we're going to get a little bit technical here. (laughs) This is The same premise as the DX7, but with less operators, uh, half of the operators. That's what produces a sound with frequency modulation. And then it had a built-in sequencer and it had a built-in drum machine. Right. So, hey, I can make music with yeah, this, you know? Yeah, that has the gear. But the funny thing is like no compressing, no EQing, no nothing. you just like, yeah. hey, however it came out, it goes to the tape and that's what you do, you know? <laughs> and I honestly don't even remember how on earth I started doing radio jingles. I just did.
0: So... You got one? What was your...
1: Oh, goodness.
0: Wait on me. I what hear are you it. known for? Yeah, uh, yeah. What was the hit? What was
1: your thriller? <laughs> Let me think. I'm trying to think. <laughs> this is over 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. it was la something, not in nombre, quinta la laborcilla. Yeah, that was one of them. La what? Something doesn't have a name, and then the name of the of the residential development, quinta la la Ah. Now I'm going to have to look it up because I, I have them saved somewhere. Well, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure I digitized have to them. some
0: shitty MP3 somewhere.
1: Oh, dude. No, you do you want to talk about shitty is because now we'll move to the next step, which is web design. Okay. All right. We're, you know what this means, right? Mid, mid to late 90s web design. Yeah. Everything looked so horrible, but you thought it looked great. Oh,
0: yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. I made
1: the circle move.
0: Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> it was animated oh yeah well it Formal. took like four minutes to load but you saw oh, it oh
1: my god fonts that would slide from left to right one yeah. at a time and whatever did so, you yeah. use
0: MIDI music on, uh, on any no. websites
1: no Where I didn't exactly? I didn't no you spared us that then. yes yeah and I was never a f- big fan of flash intros either like if clients asked for that I said All I'm right. gonna tell you what no <laughs> <laughs> Your, your, your visitors will appreciate it if you're not sitting there on dial-up waiting for your mm-hmm. stupid animation to come up you know, your logo is ugly anyway <laughs> so anyway, back then I was, I was designing logos and posters and flyers and magazine ads and doing the radio jingles and all of that kind of sort of just went into web design yeah. so all of that is in Mexico then I moved to the States for six months moved back to Mexico, finished college uh moved back to the States and as I was doing that stint at Gallup, then I also was getting started with doing web design again. I didn't do the radio because I knew that getting the connections and advertising agencies and everything was going to take a little bit more than just jumping into the web design. Right. So, I did that uh, on the side and then one of the leads or the lead singer in one of the bands that I started playing here because it also only took me two weeks to end up playing in a band when well, I Well, sure, back that here. happens a lot faster. It was if meant you're... to be, yeah. because I wasn't even planning on it. I sold all of my gear to the band that I was playing with in Mexico, moved here with nothing. And two weeks after I moved here, I'm looking for a place to live. And I see an ad that says keyboard is needed. And I'm like, ah oh, man, I'm gonna have to call. <laughs> so I called and I told them. They told me, okay, we're a brand new country band. We're gonna play before. We're looking for a keyboard player. And I told them I'm from Mexico. I moved here two weeks ago. I don't have a keyboard and I've never played country. Show up anyway. All right. So they rented a keyboard and here, play Neon Moon. Okay. <laughs> never heard of this thing before. And I ended up getting hired for the gig. Sweet. So, uh, so anyway. Um, don't ask me how many years later, but a couple of years, maybe one year later. Yeah, we're not fact checking. Yeah, there, exactly. Actually, one year later, this guy was starting <laughs> a new agree, internet business and he said, uh, I want you to build a shopping cart for, you know, a website based uh, e-commerce shopping cart thing. Uh, he was doing uh, groceries online. You know, but this is back in 99, we're talking. Yeah, yeah. And I told him no. <laughs> because I've never done it before. I don't do programming. I was a web designer, not a web developer. Right. Uh, Yeah, and he looked around town and he couldn't find anybody to do it for the right price and everything. So he said, Manuel, do it. And I said, all right, I'll charge you $4,000 to build this. I have no clue how long it's gonna take me. I've never done this before. And uh, it was what happens. So I went to Barnes & Noble and I bought a couple of books on, uh, it wasn't even, It wasn't Java. It wasn't PHP. I was going to say, no, it wasn't PHP. No, it was ASP. I went the ASP route. (laughs) Because I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) Nobody told me, don't do ASP, dumbass. Do PHP. My PHP would have been the e commerce platform, I guess. ASP. I went the ASP route, man. And I have read the books and I built this stupid thing. And it was pretty much done and ready. And then he told me, well, there's a feature that saves the contents of your shopping cart so that when they reshop, you don't have to choose all of the contents. Again, all right, great, I can do that. I said, but if the prices get adjusted, I need that shopping cart to get adjusted. I have no clue how to do that. I have no clue how to do that. I so, said, yeah, I'll, I'll get it done. And to this day, I have no clue how I did it. I just didn't sleep for one night and I was, it worked, delivered the project, got paid and and it worked, you know, never failed or anything. So that, but that anyway, so that project was the excuse for me to quit my job at that point and, and pursue more of the uh, media production. And then I want to say in 2010 or around 2010, I told my wife that I wanted to just do music. Mm-hmm. Said so if I don't start right now, you know she's a musician. and She started, you know, the studio you know, and it's a string studio. Right. Uh, so the day she graduated, that that was it. You know, so for for, for somebody with a with a music performance degree, yeah. to never have to serve tables yeah. or yeah, yeah, yeah. deliver pizza, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a success story. Oh, let huge. alone have your own studio and yeah. be successful. So I told her, you know what? It's taking you five years or so. Uh, so no way, he said, so you know what, you're doing this five years and you are where you are because you never even second guessed it. So I, if, if music is my life, I need to do it. Now, when you have a crappy job, it's a lot easier to quit it to pursue your dream. But if you're already doing something that you like and you're making good money, it's a lot harder to quit that. You know? <laughs> so I, uh, I I just told my accounts, uh, I'll be not doing this in uh, six months or so. I had web and graphics and video because then I also was doing video. Yeah, I don't know how I ended up doing video, but I did. Okay. I think everything started because people that wanted websites and they would give me the pictures that they wanted on the side like, right. of no, yeah. I'm yeah. not putting yeah. that. I'm not putting that on your website. I don't care. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. Because Let me grab my
1: camera like, and let's yeah. do this again. Because you know, that's
0: this. how, I think that's what you were doing when we
1: met. For YPG, I was doing some sort of photography stuff yeah. for them, you know, yeah. and it was just out of like, I just started taking pictures of the events. And say, hey, can we get some pictures? Yes, you can get right. some pictures. To your original question, when I started doing this, I don't even know, you know, yeah. it's just something that...
0: It's that, a progression. That just things, progressed,
1: things. you know, and it just landed to where it is. Uh, to this day, I do a little bit of graphic design, a little bit of media design, mostly for people that are just close close enough that, um, that I'm comfortable doing that kind of work. Sure. But we also just recently, by we I mean uh, Nissan and, and uh, myself, we partnered with a local recording studio.
0: Well, hold that thought, because... I'm gonna get a refill and then yeah. I wanna talk about uh, I wanna one. talk about the music. Man. There you
1: go. All about, right, I wanna
0: hear about <laughs> that. <music. laughs> Thanks Manuel for joining us at the lounge. Ryan and I enjoyed the drinks even though you chose not to partake. Uh, and we enjoyed your company. You know, Manuel's a good guy with a great personality, and he's also a really incredibly talented musician. Um, and you'll probably hear a lot more about uh, music and synthesizers in a later episode, we really kind of nerd out about some of that stuff um, in the meantime, check out his projects online you can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at it's his name, Manuel De La Torre or you can visit uh, the website for Roxy Studios, and that's roxistudios.com, roxystudios.com If you like the show, go on over to iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter, at Bastard Martini. Or if you'd like to know more about the episodes, uh, visit the website, oldbastardmartinilunch.com. Finally, you got a lot of creative projects that you need help with, feeling overwhelmed. Look me up. I can help you out. I got a lot of skills. Check out petermorse.us and see some of my work there. Or send me an email, me at petermorse.us. Uh, tell me a little bit more about your project or just pick my brain. I got some time. I want to talk with you. In the meantime, have another martini. I know I will.